Good evening, everyone. Let's invite the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just sang a song that observed that if our love was feeble, if we were failing, that we would pray to Jesus with deep fervor. We're living in times, Heavenly Father, where we are attacked and Instead of lifting each other up, Father, at times we tear each other apart and we just ask Thee for forgiveness and we ask for grace that You would teach us in this evening hour that You would let Your light shine upon us and that Your love would flow through us like a river, O Heavenly Father. Watch over us. We're thankful for this opportunity to be here. And we're thankful that we can come in prayer in this house of prayer. We ask this now and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Lately, I've been reading through the scriptures, and I'm in the Psalms right now, and there's, like, so much to learn, and a set of verses really struck me, and they they really had an impression on me. I felt that was the Spirit speaking to me, and I wanted to share some of these thoughts this evening. Before we read, I just want to set the stage here a little bit, and we observe that we spend a lot of time listening, watching news, and we discuss the news and the current events. And most of this information is coming from mainstream news or social media. And in, as we discuss with one another, I observe there's a phrase we use a lot, and it starts with they. They said this, they said that, they said we should do this, they said we shouldn't do this. And what came to my heart at that moment was, who are they? Who do they serve? And what is their master's goal? If you'd like to turn with me, I'm going to have a few um, portions of scripture I'd like to read. The first one's found in Psalm 83. Excuse me. Verses 1 through 5. Keep not thou silent, O God. Hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. For lo, Thine enemies make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head or become proud. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. They have said, Come, and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together 
with one consent. They are confederate against thee. Now this is talking about back in the days of Israel, but this applies to us today also. The culture that we live in, it's doing everything in its power to discredit God. If you want to flip back to Psalm 22, verses 7 and 8. I'm always really excited when I read and the words are from the Messiah because I love it so dearly and I get excited when I, when I see these words and they come alive. And they that see me laugh me to scorn. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head saying, he trusted on the Lord that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him seeing he delighted in him. This precedence was back then in the Old Testament when the psalmist prophesied of Christ. It happened during Christ's time, and it's, it's relevant today. I want to read now in Matthew. It's a very similar portion to what we read here. Uh, chapter 27, verses 39 through 44. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads, and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself, if thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests, mocking him with the scribes and elders, said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross and we will believe him. He trusted in God, let him deliver him, if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. The thieves also, which were crucified with him, cast the same in his teeth. So like I said earlier, society is the same the way they were back then. They're the same today. They despise the truth. They fight against the redemptive work of salvation. In plain terms, they're just against God. And I found myself over these last six months, um, maybe in the early spring, I was really following the news closely, and it really got to me. I, I got afraid, and you start to doubt your faith. And thank God he gave me the grace to stop for a while, maybe a few weeks. And suddenly I felt at peace. I felt comforted. And in reality, nothing had changed. It was my outlook. And I want to encourage all of us to to spend time with each other, encouraging one another, rather than trying to analyze everything to the nth degree. We know God in heaven is in control, and he, he takes care of every detail. We, we were talking in Sunday school this past Sunday. We were reading through Psalm 23, how we have no needs. 
at all. God leads us beside the still water in green pastures. He takes care of us. And I related when the children of Israel were ready to leave Egypt, God, through Moses, brought the plagues. And I said to the kids, you know, they had lice. And when there's lice in school, the poor kid with lice gets one letter that says, your child has lice. And then every other child gets a letter, someone in their class has lice. And it spreads. It's, just, it's the worst fear for a, for a parent. But the interesting thing is, God, in those days, he separated. He took care of his people. They were probably exposed to it. But he's a God that can draw the line. In Psalm 91, it talks about, you know, though a thousand shall fall at thy right hand and ten thousand at thy left, it shall not come nigh unto thee. And I want to encourage us all, including myself, that we believe this because it's true. And what the world tells us, you know, it's the adversary in all sorts of camouflage, in all sorts of sheep clothing, who's trying to deceive us. And as that creeps into our conversation, we can discourage one another. And we should rather be, lift each other up. One thing, if you notice with the news when you listen to it, it doesn't really change much from day to day. It's just the same thing. They put a little twist here, a little twist there. But this relentless negativity, it wears on us. And we have a choice. We can turn it off. We don't have to listen to it. I know myself, I I look at my weather app. The second I turn it off, I completely forget what the weather was. But God says, you know, when the sky is red and lowering, you know it's, it's bad weather the next day or that morning. And if you go outside and it's cold, you put a jacket on. Most of the time, we really don't need all the details. <clears throat> so I thought, what, ha- what would happen if we heard, how would it affect people if, you know, they turned the news on and they heard, good morning, KW, the Son of God is shining outside. We, we would never hear that. Because... This world is not our home. And the people here, they don't have a home, so what they're going to talk about is only what's here in front of us. It seems like it's there to discourage us, deceive us, and destroy us. But with God's help, we can refuse it. We can read his word. I know for myself, it's a challenge. And we all pray for each other, and I ask for a hunger for his word and an interest in it so that my quiet time is first thing in the morning. I'm awake in the evening. I, I would be sleeping. But we should keep each other accountable. Ask, you know, have you read the word today? Because even if you read a small portion, it, it, it affects us positively. 
And by doing this, we can rejoice with each other. Philippians 4, 8, and 9 says this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. That's a challenge. I know for myself, it's so easy to talk about negative things. They're always going to be there. They're never going to leave us. Why dwell on it? We're instructed here to... Everything here is like super positive. And that's what we should be talking about. There's one last scripture portion I want to go through shortly. And I want us to think about those three questions. Who are they? Who do they serve? What is the will of their master? Found in Hebrews 11, 13 through 16. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them, they embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they have been mindful of that country from whence they came, or if they thought back like the Israelites did to Egypt, From whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, an heavenly country, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. And down to uh, verse 35. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and of imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. That is, they didn't receive it yet. God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. It just takes a few words to each other to encourage us and lift us up, and we don't always know what we're going through. 
You know, we all have struggles. A lot of times they're buried deep in our hearts. And we don't necessarily need to know everyone's issues. We just need to know that we have each other's backs. That we really love each other. And we can really appreciate our little church here on 1880 Strasbourg. We've, we've been through a lot. Our numbers are changing, but we have each other, and i just like to encourage everyone that we, we fight this fight together and we forbear. There's a lot of forbearing I need to do. We may not agree with each other and everything, but as a sister said to me, we can agree to disagree. But let's, let's love each other and let's remember which group of these we want to belong to. Amen.